Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. We've got a very important topic before us this morning. Um, many of you are, are familiar with the verse, and there is some confusion surrounding it. And let me just let me just show you what it is real quick, uh, in case you're not aware. But Matthew seven, um, I just highlighted this part. There's, I mean, the whole chapter. I would just encourage you to read the whole chapter. You know, it talks about judge not that you not be judged, and that's important for you to read because you're actually it's okay for you to to judge. Uh, with righteous judgment, uh, and you get your heart right first, remove the plank, and then we are to discern and judge. So that scripture is used against us often. I guess it wants me to choose a color here. <laughs> uh, gotta log in. Okay. Well, back to Matthew, Matthew 22. The big verse, Matthew 22. All right. Let me go to seven. And it starts out by talking about, or it goes into talking about false prophets. And, um, you know, keep asking, knocking the narrow way. You'll know them by their fruits. And so here it is here. If you go to verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Okay, that's interesting. So not everyone who says, Lord, Lord. So there's a there's a verbal confession of Christ. Uh, and that's why, that's why I often say intellectual knowledge, but is their heart knowledge of God? So they say, Lord, Lord, and that could be different, you know, religions out there that call themselves Christians, but they're not. That's a whole nother podcast. Uh, so not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, we know Jesus. Jesus did this. Jesus, maybe even preaching, teaching, because remember the context is false prophets. You will know them by their fruit. They they come in sheep's clothing, but they are uh, they are dangerous dangerous wolves inside of that clothing. So keep reading. That's the context, and so it seems to be a lot of these false prophets are going to say, "Lord, Lord, you know we we preach in Jesus's name, we healed in Jesus's name, we did many miracles in Jesus's name." Um, and then he goes on to say, but it's it's he who does the will of my Father in heaven. So some people think. Let's say a false prophet, um, maybe they've got a so-called healing ministry and, um, Hey man, you know, I'm doing the will of the father. Well, your heart's not right. You're, you, you don't know me. So your, 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 your outward profession does not line up with your inward rejection of me, of God. And he goes on to say, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name? So, I mean, that could be foretelling and foretelling, you know, these people who, you know, pr- these prophetic voices, and I'm so glad many of them are being called out right now. This is being uh, in February, 2023. I mean, I, I, I just, we got to get back to the simple, humble, prophetic voice in our country. Uh, these people in the limelight and, um, you know, it's just, I, it just, it's just sad to see. Um, so many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. So prophesy could be, you know, spoke. Here's what God's word says, or maybe have a word for someone, you know, could encapsulate quite a bit there. And we cast out demons in your name. So 
it seems to be that the demons were removed, and then we did many wonders in your name. That obviously could be be healing, I guess, you know, blind eyes open or deaf ears open. Um, but Jesus said, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me. And thank God there's another part of that sentence, because people might go, wow, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty confusing. I, I, I don't understand that. We'll just keep reading. You who practice, 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 practice lawlessness. So this is different from someone they're pursuing God. They love the Lord, but you know, they, they stumble or they fell into whatever. And like the prodigal son, they get back up on track. And, you know, and let me tell you, life is a struggle. All hell comes against you. And so there's a lot of mercy and grace for the true person who's struggling. It's like the pig loves the mud of sin and wallows in it. But the lamb, when the lamb is caught in the mud, it wants to pull itself out and it's miserable. That's the two different decisions there. Not only that, he who practices, practices is an habitual lifestyle. Uh, so this person inside is going to practice lawlessness. So when the Bible says, do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor covets, nor idolaters, nor homosexuals, nor, you know, all these things, people say, man, but I, I, I fell into that sin for a while and, and praise God, I'm not following that now, but I'm, I'm seeking the Lord. And maybe a year or two later, and there's a struggle again. Oh, God, help me. You know, th- you're not practicing lawlessness. It's the person who said, and I don't want to give permission to sin because I think the best course, the Bible's clear that we can say no. There's the door of temptation swings both ways. You can enter or exit. But we have to, there's a difference when someone says, you know what? Hey, I'm, I like being a drunkard. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I cheat on my wife, you know, and that's just who I am. It's what I do. I'll try, I'll try to be better because my reputation's being ruined or I don't like what people think of me, but their heart's not right. Or when this is huge issue right now, that's, that's where the lines get cloudy on hom- homosexuality, LGBTQ issues. A person who, who there is a believer, a believer can struggle with it. Uh, because a believer can struggle with, man, that, that cold beer looks good. A believer can struggle with, man, I, I feel like going on pain, pain meds again and getting that oxy. I need that. I need that relief. I'm in pain and Christian can struggle with, Lord, help me. I'm getting angry again. And God, my, it's anger. Lord, please. And can, can struggle with gossip. Lord, help my, my double tongue, my slanderous gossipy tongue. Oh, help me, Lord. And there's, there, there, they, 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 they fall back into a sin, maybe for the uh, quick, uh, uh, you know, just a brief minute or there, or the, but they're not practicing it. They're not like, well, I, hey, I don't care. It's just who I am. I'm bold. Um, I'm going to call it like it is. I don't care if I gossip, slander. See, their, their heart's not right. So that's all this has to do with is, you know, these people, they profess to be Christian. So for me, if I were a believer, I would do a heart check right now, a heart check. Lord, do I truly know you or do I just know about you? Uh, if I'm a young adult, do I, have I just been going to church and say Jesus because my parents told me or I go to Christian school? We own a Bible. We put on worship. I mean, it, it, you know, no, that's not a Christian. You're nobody's going to stand by you at the judgment seat. You've got to do business with God. And I would do it now. I would say, Lord, I've been, I've been, I don't really know you. I've been going through the motions. I'm practicing lawlessness and I'm not converted. I'm not born again. I've not repented of my sin and fully embraced Christ, uh, his wonderful sacrifice on the cross. So I, I would do that. And then <clears throat> from that point, 
man, when, when, when you're saved and you're sealed and you're set free, it's an, it's an incredible thing. But I want to explain this for a minute because people say, you know, and I get the, uh, one of the, some of the emails, well, how, how can somebody, if they're a false prophet, how can they prophesy in your name? I mean, that's not too hard because you just read the word and you, you know, prophesy. And a lot of these people get a little bit out there. Um, you know, I talked to angels and angels told me this and they get this, all this, this, this incredible kind of bizarre stuff or weird stuff. I'm not saying the existence of angels, um, but I'm saying be very careful. But Paul said, if even if an angel preaches to us another gospel, and I know there was, uh, I think Mormonism started with uh, an angel appearing to Joseph Smith, you know, so there's some big concerns there. Uh, but this, th- these groups can get kind of weird and, you know, prophesy, say things in Jesus name. Let's say somebody's a false prophet and the demon, they cast out the demon in Jesus name. Is that even possible? You know, I mean, this, the scripture just leads me to believe that, uh, these people are doing some certain things and you, they've done, they've done wonders in my name. It's not like they've attempted to do wonders in my name, but they've actually done wonders. And I, I would say this would be a miraculous healing, um, you know, people being healed and set free. So here's what I think. Let's, let me give you an example. Let's say there is a false prophet. Uh, let's say a healing evangelist. And I, as I mentioned in a different podcast, I don't know if you'll listen, but I've read, you know, thick volumes on uh, a lot of those people from Kathleen, Catherine Kuhlman to Amy Simbel McPherson, Alan Coe, uh, Oral Roberts, A.A. Allen, William Brain, Bronham, Bronham, however you pronounce that. Um, you know, I, I've read, uh, on, on all those and I've read the, the good and the bad. You know, I, I want to, um, you know, a non-biased opinion was, was what I'm looking for. And, and I will say some of the stuff is just bizarre and odd. And, and I, I have some really uh, some questions about this. Um, but a lot of times people say, well, look, look how they ended up, you know, with into alcoholism or different things. But you have to remember that um, a believer, especially in those positions is and I'm not validating it because I was not there. I didn't live there. I've got I've got some concerns about every person I mentioned, actually. Um, but. The enemy is after us every single step of the way. There's always arrows being shot at me, being shot at you. And just because someone stumbles later in life doesn't mean that they were not a believer, genuine believer. It could mean, man, they, 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 the enemy got them and uh, they didn't finish well. And that's why I, my prayers always finish well. God, please help me finish well. And, um, and of course, all the people I just mentioned are going to be poked. People are going to make fun at those people um, because of sensationists. They don't believe that the gifts exist today. So you can't go and do that. They're all, all of them are false prophets. So I would say that is uh, absolutely false. Uh, you actually have, you have a harder job proving that God doesn't do that anymore than I do proving he does because I just read first Corinthians 12, 13, 14. I just look at the book of Acts. The book of Acts is not a theological breakdown of Christian doctrine, but it is an experience oriented uh, book that talks about what God is still doing. And so I was only using that as a, um, as an example, you know, and I watched somebody sent me something on somebody named um, Heidi Baker. You know, I'm like, wow, these people are interesting. I mean, I, I don't know them. I, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, I think there's maybe healing in Africa or something. Um, it's just 
for me, because I'm conservative, not really emotional, a lot of these things are bizarre. Like, uh, how much is God and how much is... So anyway, I don't, I'm not here to name... I mean, what whatever she's doing, and again, I'm not validating. I'm just speaking the facts. And those people who get upset at what I'm saying are maybe con- con- upset about the facts. But what you know is being done in Africa, uh, at least what people have told me in the ministry, I mean, it's, it's incredible uh, how... how pastors in that area being killed for their faith, family slaughtered. And so I think we need to be very careful when we put down others, um, because I just, I, I don't know, I don't follow the, the, a lot of these ministries, um, but that name comes up with other names. Um, uh, and uh, what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quite a ways from like Bethel, you know, that's in the news a lot. Got some real concerns. I'd love to interview Bill Johnson at some point. Um, just, you know, um, a lot of, and here's what I think happens. Um, let's, let's assume, let's assume that let's, let's walk with me here. Let's assume that someone like Bill Johnson, uh, is not a false prophet. Okay. Again, just assume, don't get upset. Justin Peters and Phil Johnson and Todd Fryo with Wretched Radio and don't get upset. I'm just saying hypothetically. Again, I don't know. I don't follow. Um, I did, uh, watch somebody sent me something else or he popped up on YouTube where he was at this um, Lakeland revival, Todd Bentley, you know, very concerning, very concerning what I saw going on there. Um, and just, and that's a whole nother podcast uh, again. Um, and these guys need repentance um, for sure. Like Todd Bentley, he would need de- definitely get back to his accountability group and repent and genuinely come to know Jesus Christ. I, I have some serious thoughts on where a lot of these guys, their hearts at, but I have to leave that to, to the Lord, of course. So anyway, let's just assume, um, uh, let's not even say Bill's name. Let's just assume some charismatic who like, well, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, why are they lining up with Kenneth Copeland or why are they, you know, um, we have to remember we're not perfect. And so in, in, I'm probably more extra careful. Um, and it's probably, that's a good thing, you know, like, I'm more extra careful on association, different things. Um, some of you might be surprised. I just had a nice long call with um, Todd White for about an hour or so, uh, text each other, uh, different things. And I've got some, you know, questions I'd like to talk about at some point. Um, but what I like to do is reach out to people, understand their heart, pray for them. And then if God allows me to speak into their life uh, on certain issues or vice versa, um, I, I'm just, the more, the more I follow God and spend time with him, the more broken I become. And less, um, I want to stand for the truth, and I will. But if you don't do it with the right heart, you become an arrogant Pharisee, and that's my concern for a lot of these armchair quarterbacks and 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 uh, heresy hunting websites. Is um, they um, they don't have a, a, a good gracious heart. And again, I'm not saying capitulation. I'm not saying giving in. I'm not saying be a coward and don't name names. I'm saying you better have a, the right heart, a broken heart, a humble heart. I actually tweeted, uh, Todd Bentley as well and, um, want to talk to him, you know, and again, that I, I think our position is love and grace and mercy and to shoot people straight and to call it out. Uh, but. Some of these people are like excited. I just want to call these false prophets out and I don't care. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to pray for them. That's the wrong heart. That's not the heart of Christ, guys. Come on. Let's, it's no brainer here. So let's not say Bill John. Let's just say a person we have some serious questions with. Uh, and I have some serious questions about some of the people I mentioned. Um, like I, I would say some of them are not genuinely true for sure. But let's say one is, and we don't understand some of the things like you did that, that conference, you said this about healing in your book, um, this, this, what is this, this fire tunnel, what, what is going on? 
like, are those damnable things? Are those false prophet things? Or are these charismatics just, Hey man, if it's odd, it's God. We want to, we want to just allow God to move freely. And they, they need some theological under, underpinning. They need some, they need some conviction. They need some accountability. They need some rebuke in some cases. Um, so the word comes out there, you know, let's say Kenneth Copeland, for example, people ask me about him. Again, I don't follow his ministry. I don't, I, the, the clips I see, I'm like, holy smokes. And I'm just saying this in love. You know, if it, it, it's, uh, I, I don't even know what I'm watching sometimes. It's, it's, um, it's just so confusing. But again, I wish, you know, I could talk to him, but based on what I see, I, again, on YouTube clips and I, people have, you should see what people share about me, you know, too, on clips. I'll just take this little part, but obviously you can see, uh, the majority of the clips are, are very, very concerning. And, um, I would say if I, if I were him, uh, I don't know his, again, his heart, but if I were him, I would be in deep repentance. Lord, help me for, forgive me for this and that and this. Oh, God, help me and come out with a broken, contrite heart. And uh, deep repentance needs to take place. I, w- without a shadow of a doubt, I can say that. So anyway, that's what happens. You'll see these people and, um, we're confused. Like, why is Bethel dang- saying that? Why are they aligning? Why are they doing that? And I think they need to be called out, uh, for sure. But to say a false prophet, one who's genuinely not saved and is therefore genuinely leading people away from God and their heart is desperately wicked and evil. Uh, we gotta be careful there because, um, no Christian is perfect. And a lot of these people, um, you know, need a strong rebuke. Hence this podcast. Hello. For those who say, I don't say anything. Um, and a strong rebuke. They need deep repentance. They need prayer. And I found that me praying for people, wanting to lovingly challenge them, makes them think the right way. But what's happening is you got these attack websites, just attacking, 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 making fun versus, uh, you know, who's good at this? Who's good at this is, is Dr. Michael Brown. He's, you know, I'm going to get called names on that, that too. But, um, we just, we talk pretty regularly and he's good at, you know, calling it out. Mario Murillo just came out with something, uh, through Remnant, Remnant News. Todd Coconado did an interview on some of these false prophetic voices. Praise God for that. Thank God for that. Uh, but, you know, balancing grace and truth and love. It's incredible. So I know I took a rabbit trail, but it was important because my point is this. Let's say there is a false prophet. Some of the people I mentioned, false prophets, you know, back in the day, old healing evangelists, you know, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, so my my thought is, is it possible that you have, let's say, a family, a mom that's desperate? She's been praying. She's been fasting. She's She took some of her savings to come to one of these conferences, and this person is not right with God, yet he's saying the right thing. He's saying the right, you know, the truth. Here's what God says, what God says about healing. I'm going to pray for you. And this this false prophet prays for this mom and God honors not the words of the prophet, not the character of this false prophet, but he honors the desperate, desperate cry of this mom for her child. And in his mercy, in his grace, she knows he knows she's genuine, even though this false prophet is not. Could it be then that God heals this mom or this child because of her pressing and because of her prayers and does it in spite of this false prophet? And then therefore, he's going to say, but Lord, I did many wonders in your name. Ah, ah, 
But Jesus would say, yes, you did, but it was me healing in spite of you. You never even knew me, you who practice lawlessness. So we got to be careful. Fruit alone, I say this often, fruit alone doesn't equal genuine faith. Because what we see, I mean, there's a, there's a religions out there, even so-called Christian religions, um, that, uh, well, let's say Jehovah Witness, for example, or Mormonism, you know, people say, but Shane, they're, they're such good people and they're good. They're better people than many Christians I know. But, and they say, look at that fruit. Okay. Goodness alone is not a standard for biblical truth because we can appear good and really not be good in our heart, really not know God. And so that's, that's another area we got to be very careful. And so anyway, I hope that helped. Uh, let me go back to see how long we've got here. 20 minutes. Okay, good. I kept it right there. Uh, but that's my thoughts on this verse that, you know, I mean, it goes on to say at the beginning we read, um, uh, do not be judge, do not judge, uh, because you'll be judged, but then remove the plank from your eye and then you can, you can judge with righteous judgment. Um, and you know, Jesus is talking about, uh, let me go, what is the next section here? Then he goes on to say, which is so important about asking and, and contending and seeking enter by the narrow gate broad is the road to destruction. Beware of false prophets who come to you in cheap clothing. And then he says, not everyone who knows me, uh, or says they know me really know me. So anyway, I hope that helps understand my heart. I, 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 I know some people are going to be upset that I didn't call out more people or be more, uh, uh, strong in these areas with some of these people, but I'm just speaking from my heart. I don't know these people. And I just told you the truth of what I see videos of what I see of some of these people. I have the same concerns. Uh, so for example, we don't promote these churches. I don't share the videos of these pastors. I don't promote their books. Um, and when people, when I'm asked, I'll say, Hey, here's my concerns about them. But I also know that none of us are perfect. And if these people don't have accountability and a love for truth, a love for doctrine, a love for humility, a love for repentance, a love for seeking godly counsel and, and sifting their actions through the non-biased opinions of others, that they will, they will have King David syndrome and they will gravitate this way and think that they are God's gift to the Christian community. And that's very dangerous, very dangerous. So anyway, thank you for this episode or listening to this episode of Idleman Unplugged. Again, follow us on Rumble. Follow us on Rumble. I'm still in YouTube jail, so that might not be around very much longer. Go there now. Go to Rumble, Shane Eidelman Rumble, and then also iTunes and you know Podbeam, and you can subscribe to these as well, at least well, we can still do it. All right. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this episode of Eidelman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. 
Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality and Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.